1: Get all the answers you need from professionals in this Fox 4 podcast. Ask the Experts. Welcome
0: to another edition of Ask the Expert on Fox 4. I'm your host, Hannah Guthrie, and today we're gonna talk about your floors and specifically how to clean them, something I hate to do. Well, we have our expert here. We have Brian Bach with Bach's Steamstar Carpet Cleaning. Thanks for being here. Good morning, yeah, good to be here. I can use your help, okay? My dog, before we found out he was diabetic, he was peeing all over the floors. I mean, the hardwood, the carpet, and the tile. So, how do you clean that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of the biggest hot buttons we get. I mean, probably 50% of our business, the dog or cat did something, and that's that's why we're being called out. Um, First thing, what we need to do, the answer to that question, you know, is I don't know. It, as I'm sitting here, what we need to do, we need to come out and see it and right. do a, what we call a pet odor inspection. We do those for free anywhere in the Kansas City metro area.
0: Do you walk around sniff like a dog or do you have special
1: tools? <laughs> it, that, that is effective. We do oh, have really? some special tools, kind of a couple things, really the, the high intensity UV lights. Okay. So we can Does could that find highlight pee? It does. Huh. It picks up the dye in the urine and makes it glow. Oh, just okay. like you walked into a novelty store and your t-shirt glows. Right. Okay. The dyes in the urine will put off a light and you can see it. Some carpet fibers today are pretty non-absorbent. They've done some pretty good things with carpet right. fibers. So we don't always get a reading with these, so we switch over to what we call a moisture meter. Okay. Which looks
0: like a taser.
1: It looks like a taser, so if you're not nice to me, you might get tased. <laughs> uh, but this will, if you if you listen, it picks up the moisture in my finger. It's very sensitive. So the, okay. the hydrophilic salts that the urine leaves behind are, are moisture loving. So come about April, May, June, You know, getting in July, our phone starts ringing off the hook for this stuff because the moisture draws into those hydrophilic salts, then starts off gassing again an ammonia gas that's put out by the bacteria as it's decomposing. And when we so, think, is
0: that why no. it smells so bad? Like a urine smell is worse
1: than a wine spill. Oh yeah, absolutely because they've got bacteria down there that's producing. Right odors that we need to address, and there's lots of different things that you can do. You know, is it a topical application? Is it something we can spot flush? Is do we have to you know completely remediate where we pull carpet, back ceiling, floor, take out the tack strip? Can you do all that? those? All those things? Yes, we yeah. can. Okay. Okay. But in where I took my red cape off years ago, you know, I just I can't solve everything okay, I'm not Superman. And that took a long time, you know, trying to figure out because right. all the things in our industry, they're sold. And so this does the best dust and sliced bread and it'll take care of every issue. That's not true. For okay? instance, a cat, I think cat urine is way worse than dog.
0: And especially oh, yeah. if it's on the baseboard, because I know a lady who was trying to sell her house, she had to reduce the price, I think by 30,000, because the stench was so bad, it was in the baseboard sure. and it wasn't just cleaning it. You had to actually cut out the baseboard. Yeah. And the, those are extreme
1: situations. We're not a remodeling company. And then okay. that's where we'll be honest with you and say, look, I mean, this is not a you know carpet cleaning job. And that's that's what, you know, the pet order inspection is so, so valuable instead of just, hey, call the carpet cleaning company and they show up and go, oh, my gosh, you know, right. this is not anything, you know. That we thought we heard on the phone, or that you put out right. in your little online, you know, questionnaire, and right. you get out there and go, boom, it's 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 not possible. And we're probably one of the few industries that that even tries to price stuff like that over the telephone. I mean, the plumber doesn't do it, the electrician doesn't do it. Till you get out there, you see what you're 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 coming into, and I think that's probably a pretty different approach, I think, right. is, is seeing, you know, as experts in the industry, you know, our job is to look at the fibers we're, we're called upon to clean or the textiles we're called upon to clean and look at the, the soil conditions that are affecting that fiber and then let's design cleaning pro- protocol around that if it makes sense in your scenario, that's not gonna make sense. You yeah, know, they'd just be a,
0: wasting their money, and, right?
1: And that's a reasonable conversation that that people should have when we start having to if do we have to pull up carpet, you know, you better have a conversation, how much do I like this carpet? Right. You know, this floor, this tile, whatever we're dealing with. Okay replacement might, might be a viable option if that's the case then we'll help you through that process as well you know so how do you clean the carpets I mean you have a big machine yeah it's a big truck mounted you know hot water extraction unit okay. which you know most we we're well versed in a lot of different methods okay and I think that's a little bit different too you know there's other there's many carpet cleaning methods there's five different carpet cleaning methods that are recognized by the IICRC which is our educational arm of our right. industry are they um, all good? Uh, They all have their place. I look at carpet cleaning methods like, you know, a carpenter looks at tools. If they showed up at your house to build your deck and they just had a hammer, would you be worried? Probably. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly. So it's our job as professional cleaners to say, okay, here's what I'm presented with. You know, commercially, it might be different for us if I don't have dry times need to be you know, nothing. is. Are there some dry cleaning processes that we could do? Sure. Residentially, we're pretty much always doing steam cleaning com- commonly, you know. Which that's takes longer com- to dry, right? As maximum dry times, according to the IICRC standard of carpet cleaning, should never exceed 24 hours. That's where you get into some, you know, some guys that aren't trained. They don't have the proper equipment. They're not going through the right steps of cleaning and they're soaking down stuff. There's so if it gets stories. too wet,
0: then it's going to take longer than 24 hours. And
1: right. I mean, there's so many things to that question, you know. Would that cause mold? Like if it lasted too long, or oh, sure. I mean, yeah. anything, you know. But it would be, you know, much longer than you know, twenty-four hours. Sure. Okay, and you are also your clean water source, and all those things affect the, those issues. But our job as a professional cleaner, according to the standards, is to make sure the carpets are dry, maximum twenty-four hours. Hey. It, could be two hours could be four hours could be eight hours all depends on the soil conditions the fiber types humidity levels all those things okay but that's our job is to coach the consumer through all those aspects to get it dry in 24 hours do the chemicals hurt like say pets or babies crawling on the carpet no i mean look not the ones we're using okay are there products that are produced that that the consumer should be wary about yes OK, some of them are high butyls in high enough dosages are known carcinogens. OK, butyls are also high alkaline builders. And that's getting a little wonky. what are you saying? Butyls, butyls, butyls are, are, are additives that are in some cleaning, oh, okay. some cleaning agents that are they raise the alkalinity okay. Okay. and for years those words are used. And we don't use any of that stuff. And all of our product lines are non-toxic, biodegradable, you know, safe. The other thing to keep in mind is don't leave it behind. OK, so most of your chemistry is done up. Well, front we're we calling a preconditioning fashion right okay so you're putting it down first okay this isn't rocket science if you're cleaning carpets just think of this like the pre-soaked stage of the car wash okay we just okay. don't like the word soak that's a bad connotation right, carpet right. cleaning right so we're putting down a cleaning agent it's safe it's non-toxic it's made for you know if we're cleaning wool it better be made for wool nylons polyesters other fibers clean a little bit differently Think things so of different, like, different
0: chemicals for different types of carpet yeah think about the laundry
1: okay. You know, do you clean yeah. everything that goes into the laundry unless you're my teenage son? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, no, I don't because my husband yeah. does all the laundry. So there yeah. you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's little tweaks. and If you understand those tweaks, we can maximize cleaning, but also keep the safety of the textile and the right. people in mind. OK, the the really high alkaline. Cleaners with some of the you know, degreasing agents that are designed for the you know the greasy Chinese restaurant should never be brought into a residential okay. setting. They have again. Sometimes you need to get in some of these things, and most of the things that we're spraying, you know, if you, the tips of the tools that we're spraying it out of matter. You know, how okay. big is the droplet? Are you aerosolizing things into right. the airspace and breathing that? Probably affects the operators more than it would be. But if if you're highly sensitive. Okay, or if you get chemical sensitivities, allergies, things like that, yeah, we we want to be concerned. What's coming into the airspace? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, you say I think fifty percent of the calls are about pet odors. Now, uh, I think red wine can be an issue, which is what I'm drinking here. So if yeah. I spill it, can you clean it? And it's only ten in the morning. <laughs> so, okay, so. Actually it's fresh spring water. Yeah, yeah. But so what about the red wine spills like on white carpet? Is that something is there a product that you can use at home to do it quickly because say I can't get a hold of you to come out, I don't want it
1: to set. Yeah, the bottom bottom line, you probably should just be grabbing what's called a neutral spotter you can make that up with probably a little dawn you know you make it up yourself you could make it yourself you know you could buy one from me but okay. you could really um the carpet mills have done very good in their guidebooks and online and coaching you how to make some some concoctions right. in fact i think we did a uh, thing that's probably still on the fox 4 website so what is undid. it with dawn and what uh well depends what you're coming out there's a little bit of hydrogen peroxide in there as okay. well so I, I i can't i don't have the that's like, know, we'll go to your website. What is your website, by the way? It's uh, steamstar.net. Okay. And so the instructions are there to make There's your own home concoction. There's a link to the video, which okay. then has the instructions on it. But I think that concoction is still on the Fox 4 website. On, okay. Because
0: uh, that's know, good to know for sloppy drinkers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you,
1: might, you might need that. Yeah, you might need that. Yeah. And, and, You know, we try to coach people through those those things when we're there, get them some product that they can have on hand. Because the reality is you can't call me every time the dog spits up, you spill something, you'll go broke. Okay, Okay. it's expensive to take a mobile cleaning plant, drive it to your house with two trained technicians and do something. We're going to have two hours involved in probably that process. So we can't do that for 50 bucks. Now, how often should you have your carpets cleaned? I'm not I'm not saying that there's a specific
0: odor or anything, but just, you know, you've had your carpet down for like 10 years. I mean, do you need to clean it every year, every five
1: years? Yeah. Yeah, well, if we were going to maintain my automobile, would you listen to the manufacturer's recommendations? Probably. Right? So yes. let's listen to the carpet manufacturer's recommendations. Okay, what recommendations, is the recommendation? Okay, anything from Shaw, Mohawk, Bolu, any, Maslin, any of the main carpet mills. Okay, they will mandate, this is residential carpet, they will mandate one hot water extraction cleaning every 18 to 24 months. Their recommendations, however, are anywhere from six, you know, really 24 months, depending on use type of traffic and all those things. I am five years behind. Yes, when you get out <laughs> to your house. Did you get that website? No? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so,
0: so that I need my carpet clean. But I've always yes. heard that if you once you start cleaning your carpet, then it gets dirty more quickly. Sure. Is that true?
1: Can be true if it's done improperly. So I said, if you had a lousy carpet cleaning job done, right. you have heard it in the short term and you've heard it in the long term. Okay. The verdict's in, I mean, they've been studying this, the, the carpet mills, the carpet and rug institute, the IICRC, we now have the science that they can actually quantify soil and residue before and after cleaning systems. And it's comebacks telling us what we thought we'd always known as an industry, that hot water extraction, when done properly, will remove the most soil, leave little to no residue, and leave the home healthier. Okay, those are three good things we're trying to okay. achieve in professional cleaning. Okay, so, but, good product matters you know rinsing matters okay a lot of companies just want to fly in your front door and they got detergent water running through their lines and they're cleaning the carpets and you think that's steam cleaning everybody's doing the the same thing thing. there are there are differences in products and procedures and equipment training of the technicians all of that goes into answering your question okay but it's it's a valid concern okay because if they do leave residues behind and there's ways we get that out of there. We neutralize that and rinse, okay? It's really doing the front end preconditioning. Okay? Again, this is the letting pots and pans soak in the sink. This is the, the pre-soaked stage of the car right. wash. That's where cleaning is happening. And, and sometimes do we need to give it some agitation and getting soils and oils, you know, allergens, I mean, everything held in suspension. And then we need some type of cleaning system to rinse all that out. And hot water extraction is the only one that, has it's a really rinse effective. cycle. You talk okay. about a lot of the, you know, the Oxy systems you'll see out there. They're not evil. They're just different methods. Okay. And you got to ask yourself, where's the rinse cycle? That's always question. So a good it's like question. a dry shampoo. It's better to wash and rinse than use a dry shampoo.
0: Correct. For your hair. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. And the hair you know, hair is a different fiber. Right. Then, right. So right. we wouldn't leave all that in there. Maybe we can do mm-hmm. it for a short term deal. But if it's carpet fibers, there's specific ways to clean them that their warranties now require okay so how often should my husband vacuum well the old adage is, is for every person or animal that you have in the house that's how many times per week that you should vacuum okay you know, that'll would, save the carpet right extend the life yeah i mean again depending on the vacuum okay go right. to the carpet and rug institute has done a vacuum study it'll get a little green sticker that says cri approved okay and that's what they've tested it somebody a lot smarter than me in a lab coat and has run those things through the paces to make sure that they you know their brushes aren't too too aggressive or or they're not harming the fibers. And we see that a lot. It causes tip blooms. So that fiber opens up. Now it's got more surface area to collect soil and oil to, which is what we're trying to prevent. Okay. Okay. So there are some really good vacuums that people are very passionate out there. You know, I'm not going to beat them up today, but they have not scored well for those reasons. They may be too good. Okay. Okay. A vacuum, a vacuum cleaner is not a scoop. Okay. It's not scooping the stuff out. Those bars and those beater bars are just creating enough vibration at the tips of the yarn to loosen up soil. So then the vacuum can capture it. Okay. What about soap scum? Can you clean that on tile? Like in showers Uh and and things like that. We get a lot of, a lot of people calling, you know, the showers are a tough thing to clean. Okay. And not all product. Okay. I mean, usually acidic cleaners is what you're going after getting alkaline soap residues, hard water deposits. If the Shower you're called upon can handle acidic cleaners. Right. Okay. Not what they don't tell you is not all acidic cleaners are designed for soap scum. Okay. There have to be. So, again, in 25 years now in this business, the chemistry matters and you better understand it and how to apply it on location to get get the results you want. How'd you learn so much? I mean, are you a chemist? I am not a chemist. In fact, I probably avoided a uh, some of the science classes back, back in the day. Once somebody started paying me for it, it got a little little more entertaining, (laughs) Um, but I did. I, I, you know, I I started out working for a large national, you know, franchise that, Mm -hmm. you know, going through college as a summer job and, you know, needed to make money. I was going to school and uh, started cleaning carpets and got a business degree from K state back in 93. Okay. Go Wildcats. Um, But Bounced around the corporate world for a few years, and it just wasn't my calling, and I knew that, but I loved the physicality of carpet cleaning and meeting people and moving around. And and so I got lucky. I got into an organization that really my supplier was very educational-focused, and their theory in business was – Pretty unique. At that time, they said, "Look, if we make you understand the business better, make you more successful, you're probably going to buy more chemical from me. Right? 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 You're going to buy more truck mounts, and that was their philosophy. And they were they were right. So I dug in deep. The IICRC, nobody's ever heard of it, and I'd probably worry about you if you had. Uh, but that's the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, Restoration Certification. Right, we've never heard of that. We've never heard of yeah. it. It's actually a very it's a standards organization. It's right. their ANSI certified standards in water uh, restoration, fire restoration carpet cleaning, upholstery cleaning, you know, carpet repair. Okay. So it took me three years of course studying and testing to get my, what we call our MTC, our master textile cleaner certification. Okay. So you're a master carpet cleaner. I am. That's pretty cool. Think of like master plumbers and master electricians. Believe it or not, there's, there's master certifications in the textile cleaning industry. However, we're not regulated Right. So you don't have to do this. You can go get a, you know, a, a little portable unit, throw it in your hatchback and voila, you're a professional cleaner. So go you're self-regulated. Fancy. It's a self-regulated yep. industry. OK, so. And for, yes, so, you do it Right. I wanted to know what i was doing you know started out in kansas city this was my home i was probably dealing with you know mom and dad's you know friends and family members and you know you didn't want them calling up mom and dad and saying yeah your son screwed up my carpet Uh, so we i really wanted to know why we were doing some of the things and as an operator then start learning some of these things how it affected me as an operator now as a 50 year old guy sitting here you know when i was 26 you know what am i breathing all day exactly okay so you asked yeah. those questions about your house man those are good ones and I asked those mm-hmm. too so uh, we looked at all those things and started asking those questions and I can be you know very confident in what we do and what we're bringing on site
0: well I know I need you and probably a lot of people listening do too so what's yeah. your website again it is uh, www.steamstar.net steamstar.net yes so you can find that Brian Bach with Bucks. Steam Star. Thank you for coming in. This is very educational. I appreciate it. You bet. Join us next time for another edition of Ask the Expert on Fox 4.